0: Hey guys, what's up, Trey back here at Trey Wolf, and welcome back to another episode of Tales of Miss We are back here recording with the boys and it is currently October 4th. The game has been out roughly a week um, and a half since early access and it's been around about half a week or about just a weekend since the worldwide launch and we are here to tell you what we think about the game, who we've packed, who we have in our squads, who we think is the best out there, probably for y'all that are just starting off um, after the weekend. And also, we're here to talk about the One to Watch Team 1, as it is currently live. And I think we've gotten all the SPCs and objectives we're going to get for the team, just based on the numbers that come out. Well, let's get started. Omar, how are you feeling today? And how have you been doing?
1: Uh, yeah, man, pretty good. Uh, actually, really, really enjoying this FIFA, to be to be honest. Probably one the most I've enjoyed a FIFA at launch in three weeks. Four years i think so yeah good start pack luck's been decent we'll go on to that and um yeah happy with my team and just enjoying playing the game to be honest something that i've not been able to stay in a long time
0: well at least we have one optimist on the show right now i can't
2: be in that boat <laughs> right now but reinhardt we'll tip the scales which one are you going to are you happy or are you sad right now i think you're gonna have two optimists because i've actually also really like this FIFA I'm not gonna lie there's been a few times when I've been like okay how can this be in the game but apart from that I think I've had pretty good success so far in terms of gameplay and just my record is pretty decent as well so yeah I've been liking it so far I think the SBCs and just it seems like this is the year that EA just gonna like give us more than they used to so I'm pretty optimistic for the rest of this FIFA
0: well, guys, I'm sorry I'm gonna bring down the, the conversation throughout the episode, man, because I have just had some issues. I have had some I have had some very bad experiences on this game so far, and I've just been like, dear god, how did this game already get released? Now there were some bright spots where I did like a lot of things going on, and I thought that this could be very potentially promising. And then, yeah, everything hit the fan. And I've literally already been posting like fails, fail videos on my Twitter account. I don't know if y'all have caught a few of those. I'm pretty sure I sent them in the group chat.
2: Definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, some of them are egregious and pretty bad. So, but now we're going to transition to our new segment that we're finally starting our Tales of the Week segment, where as we are Tales Misfortune, we are going to give you a story of the week from each of us where something has just not gone our way. So, I will go ahead and kick it off with um a little uh kind of prelude to this for those that do follow this closely or follow my Twitter account I am running a Chelsea RTG series so basically all of my RTG stuff on division and champs will be centered around a Chelsea player that I will be currently working on and as of right now um well basically since I've started I started on a fifth no how is a 55 rated center back named Sam McClelland and I have gone all the way through the bronzes. There was about, I think, six bronzes. And I am now on the silvers. And I have gone all from Lewis Baker to Martin Bettinelli, Charlie Musonda. And now I'm about to hit Trevor Chalaba, Probably later tonight when I go live. And Martin Bettinelli, in goal, 71 rated, when I am in Division 6 already of rivals. Oh, my God, guys. And one of my challenges is just to keep three clean sheets. And I was I have to play at least 10 games with him. So I'm like, okay, let's try and get three sheets within the 10 games so I don't have to play more than 10 games. 25 games. I played 25 games with Martin Van Nelly and goal before I got the last clean sheet. I'm pretty sure Omar is the one who jumped into the stream and oh, well, was the finish stream, it I saw it
1: live. <laughs>
0: it was bad. Literally, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The last eight games before that, I rage quitted back to back to back because I could see it first. And if I had no clean sheet, I didn't care about the win or loss at the at the point. I was just like, screw it. Let's get out. We have to keep a clean sheet. And it was monotonous. It took about four hours maybe maybe longer it was I lost track of time but I had a good squad I had a decently good squad around Bettinelli but oh my god I couldn't keep a clean sheet save my life put five at the back put my depth down to like 10 stuff and I was like (laughs) I can't stop anything and then I finally won a game one nil and I'm just like I genuinely hate my life right now and I almost was like I'm ready to get offline and then Omar came in, one of my guy a friends named, uh, I think it's Mindless Creeper on Twitch. Um, he came in, I did Charlie Musanda all the way through. Um, and I'm like, okay, I'm rinsing my hands with this. I'm done for the night. So that is my tale of the week. And so 25 games with Martin Bentinelli, a silver 71 rated keeper <laughs> in goal, trying to keep three clean sheets. And my final record with him was four, three, and 18. <laughs> okay. Somebody Uh, take away. Omar, Reiner, one of y'all go next.
2: I'll go. Um, So it was today, actually. Very, was it today? Yes, it was today. It was this morning. So I was defending and it was like the 85th minute. And I I can't remember who he was, but it was running down the left wing towards my right back, and my right back is Cancelo, but we'll get into that later when we talk about our current squads, and then Cancelo just randomly, as soon as he got touched by his left wing, he just started doing a T-pose and he, he just froze in the middle of the of the pitch, and I couldn't do anything and he scored and he won the game, so yeah, that's my title of the week
0: I guess <laughs> That was much shorter than mine well, <laughs> I guess not everything's a uh, novel
1: I, Mine has a bit more context, yeah um, so As we know, um, levelling up in divisions is tough. Um, So, I've been in Division 6 for so long, desperately trying to get to Division 5. So, you know um, how, obviously, you get um, win streaks that count for double wins, right? So, I was for ages, just I couldn't get past rank 3. And then, suddenly, I win the first game, I win the second game, and then... I'm into rank two and then I win the next one. So it automatically pushing me to rank one as well. Cause I get two wins for the third win in a row. Um, and you know how they always put a, a checkpoint two wins away from the end of the, um, from the end. Right. So mm-hmm. you need to get two wins in a row to get promoted. I have been on this final checkpoint of division <laughs> six for so I'm just going win-loss, 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 loss-loss, win-loss, win-loss, loss win-loss. And I just can't do it. And two days ago, um, I had won the first game. I was in the second game, pretty comfortable, went 2-0 up. Right? Um, and then just second half, I played like shit. Uh, and I let him get back into the game, 2-2. Um, but then long through ball up the pitch. Timo Werner gets in. I slotted past the keeper, three, two, six minutes to go. And I'm like, this is it. I'm finally getting to division five. Um, and yeah, uh, in the final minute, the final, this is the final. i am got back against the wall, right? I'm defending, just trying to clear it. You know, like when you start panicking on this FIFA um, and you try and clear it, but there's like all players in one, in one spot. So you just keep hitting the ball off each other and they get the ball and we get the ball and they get the ball. Anyway, ended up with his left winger in a position on the left-hand side and he just floats across into the box and I'm like yes this is it bear in mind 92nd 93rd minute right I'm like great my keeper's going to catch this cross I've seen this a 100 times before and sure enough out comes my keeper catches the cross he's got it in position I I know because I've gone back and I've watched the replay he's got the cross in his arms he clutches it to his chest falls down to the floor And he's still holding it and he holds onto it for a good second. And I'm like, cool, he's wasting time. He's going to get up now. And then as the animation for the keeper to get up happens, the ball glitches through the floor, comes out from his body, rolls out into the path of his striker to just tap into my net to make it 3-3 he was in possession he was in and i i I don't know if you've seen it but i sent the video because i i I sent the video, and i'm sorry to the people listening that can't see it um i might tweet it later but um it is outrageous what has happened there because the keeper had it in his possession the game was over and he then just sort of pushed the ball into the ground glitched through it and the and it, it popped out um but it's not even one of those where, you know, sometimes on old FIFA's the keeper will look like he's caught it, but he done, doesn't really have it. It's just near him, and he's, like, bundling it. It wasn't that. he. The animation had completed. He, I know the animation for when the keeper's caught the ball. He had it in his arms, and it just popped out. And, yeah, the draw obviously meant I didn't um, get to Division 5, and I obviously lost the next game. And here I am two days later, still in Division 6, unable to win two <laughs> games in a row. So that's pretty whoa. Woeful, if you ask me. That's terrible. I'm
0: I'm watching, but like
1: I said, I love the game. I'm really enjoying playing. This is really bad. Is that Mendy in goal? That is Mendy in goal. Oh, Um, are you watching it now?
0: Mendy got too bendy with this one. Oh my
1: god! Have you watched it?
0: Yeah, I'm watching it right now. This is bad. This is egregious (laughs) because he he collides. His arms get wrapped around. Yeah, the, you see what I mean though about how he's,
1: and then he's got the ball. It's it's completed the animation. He's holding it. The,
0: and the ball's backspinning too. It's weird. This is this is, oh my god, dude. How is it, I'm telling you, how is this game finished?
2: You can't tell <laughs> uh, me you haven't question when
0: that happens.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's some questionable depressing. things has happened. But like I said, overall I'm I'm
1: I've I've seen on Twitter a lot of dumb shit that's happened. And I've seen, especially on your Twitter, Trey, lots of lots of stuff that's happened. Um, I think I've been pretty lucky in terms of it hasn't happened to me a lot. Like, this is literally the only time something dumb has happened to me. But it, the impact of it is just massive, man. I, oh, yeah, I've lost I should be sitting pretty in Div 5 and I'm still here two days later, unable to win two games in a row.
0: Dude, I don't know if you want to be in Div 5 at this point. Everyone I'm coming against, it feels like a foot champs game. It's not, not fun. So, Yeah, so you all got a little taste of what we have been suffering through. And honestly, you know, we might do a segment here where if you send us like, a story of yours in, like, um, our DMs and everything like that, we will read it out on the podcast if it's, like, bad enough. And I'm pretty sure we will get some good ones if um, or that send
1: happens. us some videos to react to.
0: Oh yeah, or yeah, <laughs> no. Honestly, if you find if you have like something happen in a game, clip it and then like put it on Twitter and then send it to us in our DMs, and we will react to it on the podcast. And God, that's actually a good one. Yeah, we will definitely do that if um, people start sending those to us. So, going off on what we just suffered with, what are our net source thoughts? um omar you want to kick it off what's your initial thoughts on the game so far like barring that one
1: yeah well like i said i I feel like i've been pretty lucky overall um i have things that i like things that i don't like i think overall it feels it feels quite nice it 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 feels nice to play i think passes are are, the thing is they felt at first they felt worse but it was just because they were different um the passing mechanic is very different now and also i need to add a little caveat that is, um, up until literally yesterday, I was playing on old gen. So I bought an Xbox um, S this weekend. I bought it on Saturday. It came on Sunday. I downloaded FIFA Sunday night. So I've played maybe three games on next gen. Um, so I don't, maybe you'll be able to tell me how different, because I know you've played both a lot. Um, but yeah, I've, I've found that the passing at first felt worse, but it's just because it's different um overall i kind of just think it all feels a lot more realistic the game and i kind of like that i think the collision mechanics are nice um obviously i'm sure we'll all talk about the fact that keepers have become a lot better but i kind of like the challenge i i like having to figure out different ways to score it's not just you know oh i'm in hold b score you need to sort of change it up you need to adapt based on the situation um yeah, I, I like it overall. I, I think if I had to sort of give it a rating out of 10, um, I think at the moment we're sitting on like a seven and a half, eight. I think it's been a good start.
0: Yeah, I I would say now the goalkeeper comment is debatable considering you just showed us like one that went well, terribly.
1: Yeah, of course, what I mean is just in... They've been improved in, terms in a of, way. Not in terms of dumb stuff happening. I mean, in terms of just straight up shot stopping.
0: Now, say this, do you think they are too good?
1: I think in terms of realism, maybe a little bit. But I, I, like I said, I quite liked the fact that shooting, I, I, I see it from the other side of the coin, right? So instead of looking at it from, oh, goalkeepers are much better, it's like, oh, you've got to just be a bit more accurate, a bit more, not even accurate. You just need to be cleverer with your finishing. You, you can, No longer can you just run in and hold B. Um, and that's it you've got to you know either like sometimes finesse shots will work because you're in the right place and you've got to think about that or sometimes you've got to do a low driven shot because you're coming in from an angle or maybe you know sometimes it's you got a chip and the chips are they've nerfed the chips but if you get them right they're still successful you know Um, so I I quite like that it's added a bit more sort of intelligence to the shooting mechanic I think from the from a player input perspective.
0: I can agree that Sometimes there does seem like you have to be smart at that, but there are three shots right now that you need to take as a listener. when you're playing, there is the low driven shot. So L1, R1 or um, left bumper, right bumper, um, depending on what you play on. That is overpowered. So basically just, yeah. if you have free space, just spam it and it will more likely go in because this keeper almost can't react fast enough to that one. And saving with the feet doesn't seem to be working too often. I would say um long shots from across the box um just charged up tend to work yep. very well and then um finesse shots from the corner of the box um charged up also if i think yeah. now i don't know if it's for sure but it may be more if the person has a finesse shot trait. if they not if they don't have it it might not go in but,
2: but i've noticed this I, I had hazard in my team for a long while and he has a finesse shot trait, and he's Finish shots are just so much more likely to go in than, say, a Timo Werner. So the finesse shot trade is very important, I feel, on this FIFA. I,
1: I just want to add, like, the things you're saying, they feel pretty realistic, you know? So yeah. when think about the Premier League this weekend, right? So when players get into the box, they get close to the keeper, they're one-on-one. You're not going to aim up, right? Because it gives the keeper a better chance of saving it because they don't have time to get down if you're close. Think about, you know, um, Townsend's goal against Man United or um, both of Huang Huang Hee-chan's goals, uh, Foden's goals. When you're getting in, yeah, Salah's goal. When you get close, the best way to score is to keep the ball low. So I I like that they've, you know, reflected that in-game. Yeah, it's nice
0: until, like, people are shooting from the edge of the box and it still goes in past under your keeper's legs.
1: Yeah, that's where it becomes an issue I, I just think in terms of overall I think it's done more benefit than it has damage in terms of if, if I compare the shooting/ slash goalkeeping mechanic from this year compared to last year I prefer it yeah I, I might and I'm again you're welcome to disagree with me but I, I I agree it needs work a little bit of work but I think overall the premise of it I, I quite like like think about you know th- again the finesse shots right so when you're seeing people like for example hazard or willian that was quite good at it uh, in his day when you're scoring finesse shots they usually come from that sort of from that sort of area from the corner of the box like that so i just think it feels a lot more realistic and i it's it's nice it's a nice feeling
0: maybe it is i guess i've been so peeved some by it feels like those are what i'm i have to do because i can't score any other type of shot And it feels like that we've created a meta where I don't want a meta. I just want like anything to kind of work if it's in the right situation. And it feels like that is the only thing that really works for me right now. I guess that's why I feel a little
2: more peeved at it. I can agree in the sense Yeah, it was back earlier as well, but then it just went again for me at least. But I can agree in the sense that it feels like there's a meta when it comes to shooting depending on where you are but one thing that i've definitely noticed is the meta in terms of the entire game is is not it's not as uh driven you don't have to stick to the meta like normally like obviously last fifa was the right back and the left back at center back and you just needed to pace this year it's a lot more focused on how you can break a team down and obviously there's a lot more tactics you can use now and yeah. i just think the game is going in the right direction, I feel. And I think that the the goalkeeper, the dumb decisions the goalkeeper makes sometime or like just some the glitches or whatever, it can be fixed with a patch. And I think it will just make the game much better. So I think they took a step in the right direction, definitely this year.
0: one thing you mentioned you just mentioned the word tactics. That reminded me of something that I kind of wanted to bring up. Something I think would be a good improvement on the game. I do think there are better tactics and the customization, but I don't think they're there yet. I think what they need to be improved on, there needs to be a separation between your uh, your areas of the pitch, where your players are at, between like the defense, the midfield, and the attack, to where you can control the width on offense or defense of each one of that, not just the offensive width and the defensive width. Because my issue is that when I, like, this is when I was having to defend with Bentonelli too, because I would, I like playing wide. I like having wide width with my attack and everything like that. But I, make, I had to make the defense very narrow because they kept just going between the center backs. So yeah. I had to make it really narrow. And then whenever it would switch a possession to going wide, they would basically just shift really wide. And as soon as like it got turned over or something like that, there was this all of a sudden a giant gap right in the middle. And it was, they were like just outside my box. All they had to do is go turn, move a little bit, and then shoot. And what annoys me is that as soon as you change possession... The defense automatically goes really wide to whatever your width tactic is and I'm like, well what if I want my defense to stay narrow even on while I'm attacked to prevent the counterattack from being really threatening to me that's that's something I would like. I would like a partitioning of the uh, the width meter for like the defense and your midfield and attack if possible.
2: Yeah. One thing I've also realized, I don't know if you guys saw the reveal for FIFA like a few months ago when they were talking about the new f- uh, features and they spoke about, I can't remember the terminology they use, but it's something in the lines of your team moves towards where the ball is and then they um, quote it as being like in real life, how your team will push towards the ball on the edge of the pitch or something. And that I've noticed has caused a few problems in terms of sometimes your right back is just like between your left center back and your left back. And I'm like, what are you doing here? So sometimes I just feel that the defense can be out of position quite often. And then if the opponent can be quick enough, he can definitely counter that. I don't know if you've got, you guys have also realized this, but that's definitely something I've seen quite a bit.
0: I have noticed something like that. Um, And mainly what it is, is that if my fullback gets caught out or something like that, and they're on a the breakaway, my right, the center back closest to them will basically drift out to them, but they won't even really challenge them. They're almost like trying to cover space. And yeah. they, it's just like, they get pulled out of position. I'm just like, why are you over there? And you almost have to manually defend and switch to them to pull them back into position or else they're just going to be like, out of the picture and then everyone runs into the middle and then all of a sudden they're unmarked. I'm like, I would, because re- I'm pretty sure there's a tactic on your center mids or your CDMs that's like cover center and cover wing that yeah. they're supposed to yep. retreat to that area if that person gets beat instead of your center backs having to. And my, all of a sudden, my center backs constantly have been getting pulled out to the side naturally when I'm not controlling them. And I'm like, why are you just leaving the box in this position?
2: Yeah, exactly. That's what, I, that's what I mean. It's just the defensive position, I feel, has just been kind of not all over the place. That's a bit harsh, but it's definitely been scruffy to say the least.
0: I would also say AI blocks are a real issue right now too. I think they're worse than
2: ever. Yeah. Second man press is also very OP. Yeah. And that's a good, it's, it's, it. a
0: good, it's a good tactic if you push them to the sideline or something, like with a midfielder, and then your fullback comes up to them, and if you hold it at the right minute, you can normally like have the uh, the the computer put a tackle on them
2: yeah and also when they in in that same reveal they spoke about I can't remember but like the bridge has been in the game right but they called it something else and they also said if i'm not mistaken that a defender can also do a certain move that can counter the bridge do you guys know what i'm talking oh, no, about i yeah. don't know yeah if-
0: there there is this it's the sprint they said there's supposed to be like a, a boosted sprint um i haven't noticed it i haven't noticed it it. either um they they said even in the video i believe how you do it i think they said you hold left trigger or something like that and then you release and sprint immediately but i have not noticed that boost really at all and like my center backs have been getting caught out really badly like i've been playing with john stones a lot who has 70 pace but he's a very good defender on this game like i feel solid with him but even at 70 pace, sometimes I'm facing, like, these wingers that are, like, 88 pace, 90 pace, and they are just rinsing him, and, like, probably rightly so, but, I mean, it's, like, like he, he – do you ever, like, play with a player, and you can feel them almost slowing down or, like, dragging, and it's, yeah. like, almost like they're moving through mud, and it, and it doesn't make sense because you can't see anything, you can't feel any vibrations or anything, but at the same time, you are just naturally noticing – that they feel different at a certain point in time. Do you all ever feel like that?
2: Yeah, definitely. I yeah. felt that yesterday with Van Dyke. To be yeah, fair.
0: it's almost like the game put boosts the player who is dribbling right now, and then you're the one you're controlling is all of a sudden becoming slower and slower. And I have no idea if it has anything to do with stamina or the sprint speed acceleration, everything like that. Also, Omar, I think it was maybe you I was talking to about this or somebody... And we were talking about I, players feel faster on the game now if they have a high dribbling stat. And we're, like we're thinking that the ball control stat might be paired with like your your sprint speed and everything that if you're and this is going up based on something I know I'm saying so many different things left and right, but uh, like a little theory I have that the sp- the speed stat on the card is not true speed it's off the ball speed but everyone only cares about on the ball speed because that is like the only speed they really recognize because they don't ever control the player if they're off the ball maybe unless you do the player
1: defenders for defenders off the ball is important
0: yeah no, definitely for them but if i've noticed it feels like players with high sprint speed don't really go as fast as they should be compared to other players like a defender catching up to me when i have the ball but i have like a 20 pace gap and i feel like maybe it has something to do with the dribbling stat being lower on this attacker and that maybe their ball control isn't high enough and then all of a sudden they're getting beat and then all of a sudden like i'm facing a riyad mares who has like i think 81 pace or something this year like not nearly as fast but man looks like he's sprinting him and i think uh Gnabry Gnabry feels quick and no Sancho Sancho is the one that feels really fast against me and we were thinking it's probably the dribbling maybe the dribbling um stat and the ball control is allowing him to move faster and dribble at the same time and that maybe if you don't have a good dribbling stat on your player then they're just their pace is naturally going to go down
2: I felt this, I, I said this on the, on the group that we have um, Pulisic also, I don't know, obviously he got, his I think he got a unique dribbling style because he's a food ambassador now, but he just feels so much faster than other players with higher pace than him. I don't know if you guys have used him, but yeah, I, I can definitely see what you're, what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Sterling was another one that felt really good. I played with him in draft and I was just like, wow, I really want the Sterling card, but I am a very big um, opponent to buying cards very high priced because I like to stay liquid. I don't like my my coins to kind of disappear. Even though coins are fairly more uh, worthwhile. Accessible. This, accessible because the market right now is much lower than it ever should have been. Like, it has not responded anywhere it's near. It's never it. been like this. It's never been like this. The market is at all-time low. It is literally acting like it's a black market crash or like the Black yeah. Friday crash or like whenever i think it was team of the year someone else and then everything just drops down to where anybody can buy anything they literally lowered the gold common cards down to 300 instead of like 600 i think it was or something and now you can buy like squad build very very easily just buying gold commons if that's your prerogative and it's just weird because everyone's advice to you is like if you get a good big card hold it don't settle it right at the beginning of the game when it's early access. That looks like that was the move now because everyone's on here. No p- prices are rebounding. The only prices yeah. I've seen go up are Team of The Weeks or like players yeah. who were in Team of The Week. And...
2: Your hero cards.
0: <laughs> yeah, the hero cards, some of them are ranges. Dean Atali is over a million right now because he's probably yeah. the best one. And then some other ones like Mario Gomez, he was like 250 or something like that. And I'm just... A little confused and wondering what to do about investing. And honestly, my investing strategy right now that I've been using, because I've really not wanted to have too many coins at my disposal. So I don't want to allow myself to like spend big on a player if I get tempted something. So basically what I have done with my transfer list right now, I have almost a full transfer list just with duplicates and everything. But I have about 11 Thomas Muller's. That he's an eighty-seven <laughs> rated card. He's not super meta anymore because his pace got chopped a good bit, and his dribbling actually is much lower. But his shooting and pace is still good. He went for about seventy-two hundred to about eighty-seven hundred that I bought him within on all of these. An eighty-seven rated card, anytime time for the first half of the game was probably an average. What do you say, twenty-seven and thirty-five k for because when all the SBCs are out, especially
2: yeah. they're from a big league like Thomas Müller's. Yeah.
0: So I'm like, that has to be a safe investment to me. Like I can't lose any coins on this, for sure, but he has to go up at some point when these
2: SPCs come through. I think when the player of the month SPCs are going to start dropping, you'll see some rise.
0: Speaking of which, are we getting the Antonio or not? Because I really actually need him for my all-English squad.
2: I don't think so because I already released the next month's candidates. It's far too late now for for the August player of the month.
0: Yeah, I feel like I kind of lost out on Antonio and I was kind of really banking Who's up on it. for
1: it? Is it? Must
2: it's be Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo, Rüdiger, Salah, Sar, Um, I can't remember the rest. I voted for Salah, personally. But I think Saar is going to win it. Over Rüdiger. Uh, well, obviously I would want Rüdiger to win it, but I just don't want Cristiano Ronaldo to win it. So I, I think Salah deserved it. It is Rüdiger. Uh, Ronaldo, Cancelo, St. Maximan, Salah, and Saar.
0: Ooh, can you imagine St. Max got it?
2: That would be sick. They'll actually all be sick. Like, Cancelo is also very good this year.
1: Well, I wonder if they'll sort of. Because, um, you know, last year, the early ones were like pretty easy. Um, If yeah. the card was like 84, Calvert Lewin. That Calvert Lewin, and it was a ahead of the curve for quite a while. Like how did he used that Calvert Lewin card until Christmas.
2: Yeah, it was definitely very good. And um, the year before was Timo Puki. And no, the, and Vardy the year before
1: they, I, I, it must have been an accident because they released an eighty-six rated. Obviously, he's eighty-six rated now, but maybe it was two years ago where they released an eighty-six rated Jamie Vardy up from eighty-one. Um, I remember. And it was like all you need to do to get it is like an 81 rated squad and an 82 rated squad and it was like surely this is and i i saw it and i was like man i need to do this quick before they fix it and realize (laughs) that they've fucked up here but no that was just so then you come up against every single game someone had that vardy. so um yeah i I think potentially the ismail assar is interesting because i reckon that could be like an 83 um 84 could be decent. Yeah, the
2: SPCs have been pretty feasible so far. Think of Taliska and uh... the
0: um, the security one was a little much.
2: Yeah,
1: I agree. Um, my especially for he's called. I heard that he doesn't even have ten games left this season. Uh, Taliska, yeah, the season yeah. ends
2: in December.
0: Yeah, he technically ha- can win the five games, but yeah, he doesn't even have ten games yeah. to like have a chance at it, which I think is kind of poor. But so here's a big testament. There's gonna be a big test for EA for me. If you give Taliska Team of the Week this week because he got two goals in a three-one win and man of the match for yeah. his team, but he got it on Thursday, I believe, and that is one day yeah. before the promo went live, and it's two days before his card went live. But it's technically within the Team of the Week eligibility.
1: So if I thought he they don't usually it, take into account midweek games though.
0: Not if it's, like, on Monday or... two. Not if it's Tuesdays. If it's Tuesdays or Wednesdays, they normally don't. Thursdays through Monday, I think, is, like, the...
1: I game. don't think he will be in the team of the week.
0: Perfectly. I don't either, but I'm saying if they honor that game and give him a team of the week like they should, then it's a decent card. But if they don't, then I think that
2: card's going to turn into trash. Yeah. Andre Silva... It. it is I Andre Silva, right? Yes. The striker. The Leipzig- yeah, down. he... He also got a goal and an assist, so he could potentially also get a team of the week.
0: And then uh, Locatelli got a goal, a game-winning goal in a Derby game for Juventus in a 1-0 win. So people are saying Locatelli might also get an upgrade. So there's, there's,
2: this, a, there's a few good uh, ones to watch, but we'll get into those soon.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll, think... we'll evaluate the players a little more in a bit. Also, one more uh, player I kind of want to plug right now that may get a player of the month SBC. Because he's had a phenomenal month, as Alex Goldberg always loves to plug, um, and is Kareem Benzema, who I've heard great things about on this game. I've heard he's, he's one of people like
1: the greatest player in Europe. This, this, yeah. yeah. But I mean, on he's FIFA, I've
0: heard people love him, and he's got really? an informal... Yeah, he's got an informal already. He's got a ninety-rated Team of the Week card, I believe, that came out on week two or week one.
1: And
2: I think week two. it was week one. Wasn't it? Oh, I can check. Quickly. Hold on. Well, he's, this is week two, right? So he. Would be yeah, this, this is, is week we're two. On we're on team
0: the week. No, it's, yeah, so we're on team the week two, as of right now. Here, uh, right? Yeah,
2: it's it's right now. It's right now. It yeah, 98 rated center forward. It only goes for 100k though.
0: He's 100k, yeah, yeah. and a 98 rated center forward. So the player in month in theory should be a 92, um, when you think about it. Now that would be the biggest SPC there's is so far, and you feel like they would have to make it like a 85 and it. 84 maybe which yeah which is still pretty doable considering the prices of the cards in the game right now but honestly i'm thinking if this card comes out a 92 player month spc benzema i think i might actually go for him and sink a bunch of my untradables in because i have a good few right now and because i've heard he's really good he's got great stats he's got his dribbling is at 88 right now and his 90 87 shot 83 passing um 77 pace is doable especially in this game and if you put a hunter on him or a catalyst he, he's gonna be great or an engine
2: even at cam, he could be yeah he can um, play strike and you.
0: and yeah he's got medium medium work rate four star four star which is a great combo to have right now and 79 physical which probably would go up to an 81 or so with that 92 team of the week and also if Kamavinga gets one in form and the win to watch upgrade. He's gonna be a very, very meta card that lasts a long time yeah. because I've already liked how I use him, and I also have Eden Zard. so I think that like that was just and like a triangle formation right there that would just stay in my team for a good, good long while. But yeah, we've talked a lot about the game, what we think is like for it, a um, little other tidbits here and there. Let's talk about our best pack pulls. So Reinhard, what? Who has <laughs> been your best pack pull this year so far? And it doesn't have to be rated
2: in value. Yeah, undoubtedly it's been uh, Teo Hernandez. I've not had the best pack luck, but um, I mean, I sold him for 60k, so that's decent. And apart from him, I'd say is untradable, but uh, Alfonso Davies and uh, Van Dyke is also untradable by packed. But if you're talking about uh, tradable, it has to be Teo Hernandez.
0: That's pretty good. Pretty good. Omar, what about you?
1: So I think it's if we're talking about value, if we're talking about rating. In my very in my second EA uh, sort of thank you for playing FIFA 21 pack, I got Kevin De Bruyne, um, <laughs> so that was good. But he's tradable, I, right? He is tradable, but I put him straight my team, and he hasn't moved, and he's been very good for me. Um, I about well, you both know because you were here about five minutes before recording. I realised I had my um, Squad Battles rewards for this week, and in a Jumbo Premium Gold pack, I packed uh, that 86-rated, in-form Gabriel Jesus, who I think is just more expensive than Kevin De Bruyne. So, in terms of value, I think it would be Jesus is my best pack pool. I also, untradable-wise, I've got Marquinhos. That's a very good pool. Oh, I I also got... Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to mention this. My first two packs... De Bruyne was my second pack, and my first pack had 90 rated to stegan in now obviously he only goes for like 25k but still i mean getting a 90 rated player in your first pack and then a 91 in your second pack Yeah have been kind to me this year
0: <laughs> I'm pretty happy we got to that goes like that live saying. react on that uh, gabriel jesus pool you seem yeah. pretty
1: happy i was no, it was it was so unexpected no because like ju- no, you never get good players from just normal gold packs you know like it was a jumbo premium gold pack. It wasn't even a player pack. just a just a 15K pack. I think
0: my best pool... I, so I have three very good pools. One is great, but I can't use him because of my series, and that's Romelu Lukaku. Um, so I, I, went, I have a lot of... I got a lot of first-owner Chelsea players in this big pack opening I did on uh, Friday. So I, I think I got Lukaku, Mount, Pulisic, and Barkley and Callum. Also, I got a lot of first owner uh, Chelsea players and then I got Saul for my my one to watch guaranteed so that's another one um my best one that I've gotten probably value is Furlan Mendy so I packed a tradable Mendy Oof. um that uh he currently rocks my squad right now under Hazard and Camavinga, and he's he's just about 85k now and he was at 100 or so when the game was released in early access and I got him within the first couple days so um I probably should have sold right then, but I'm really hoping he bounces back up. But I don't know, I'm kind of scared he's going to start dipping more. Um, but he
2: probably feels very good, doesn't he?
0: No, he feels great, he feels amazing. Yeah, he feels just as good as you would think. But I also just bought a Serginho Dest for about 14 Ks, and he looks like a pretty good card. Team of high
2: the week, low,
0: yeah, high low work rate. Um, that kind of scares me, but. We'll see about that. But um, other than that, Alfonso Davies tradable was also my other best uh, pack pool. So, so far, decent stuff. A lot of untradables, um, a lot of good ones, but probably a lot of people I can use in fodder stuff for right now. So I, that's why I need SBCs. So yeah. let's talk about um, a pick of goalkeeper, defender, midfielder, and attacker that you really like. It can be someone really meta if you want or someone really overpowered or it could be like a hidden gem someone overrated. So who wants to start?
1: Should we do goalkeepers first and then defenders and midfielders or, or should we Okay, yeah, we'll we do, can
0: we can yeah. go uh, position one by one.
1: All right. So I'll get us started with goalkeepers. And I, I hate to be boring, but I literally before I got the game on the web app, I bought Mendy and I have played every single game of FIFA with Mendy and not used a single other keeper so unfortunately I'm going to have to say Mendy for my goalkeeper and uh, I've not played any draft I've not played any game mode so every single game of FIFA that I've played this year has had Mendy in goal so he's done a decent job with the exception of the one moment that I will not be referring to once again
2: <laughs> but unfortunately yeah, I, I can't
1: I, comment on any other keeper because he's the only one I've used
2: I'm going to have to agree with Omar because I haven't really used a lot of keepers I packed Nick Pope fairly early on. I played him in like three games. I did not like him because obviously we know Nick Pope last FIFA. But um, I sold him for around 9K and then I bought Mendy. And I haven't looked back because he's been a beast. I'm not even going to lie. I've really liked him.
0: Well, this is what happens when you get a bunch of Chelsea um, fans on the mic. We all just go for the same (laughs) keeper. But uh, I actually have to disagree with Reinhardt. I actually have Pope and I've played with him a good while. And he's been about as good as he can be for a really good uh, keeper on this game with the occasional mess up. But for the most part, Pope's been the most reliable one I've been able to use.
1: What I will say is um, I played a game against a guy that had David De Gea um, and I had eight XG and he kept a clean sheet. So, De Gea's nuts in this game. Maybe I again I can't comment from personal experience in terms of having played with him, but from that one game alone, it was outrageous what he was pulling off eight XG and no goals. I, I scored no goals. I've, I've not even had a single game where I've had eight XG. The guy was so bad, he's managed to scrape a one nil win against me in like Div nine or something. It was, it was ages ago. Um, <laughs> because of De Gea, honestly, it was maybe that says more about my finishing, maybe I hadn't learned how to finish properly yet, but. Man, he made some very good saves.
2: Yeah, three keepers that I've faced that I have struggled against is definitely also De Gea. I'd say Alisson and Loris. So, yeah. Now, nah, Loris just feels he's so quick. I, I, I just couldn't get anything past him. Loris has
0: always been a, a kind of a decent keeper in past games that I've I've seen to play with. I'm yeah. going to have to try. And as we
2: said in our previous episode, we think he's a bit overrated. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I did play with uh, Mike Magnin a little bit. He did feel decent. Chesney did not feel that great, though. Benelli? Uh <laughs> No. Bettinelli actually made some decent saves. The problem was it's just like, it's, it's scripted. He's it's, it's a 71-rated keeper. I mean, he can't be allowed to save everything. Yeah, I have to suffer. I have to. I have to do penance for my my constant thrashing of EA and what a company they are. So let's go on defenders. Um, I'll kick this one off. A defender that I've really liked um, from the Premier League is Kieran Tierney. I have I was struggling for left backs that felt like they were very solid, very like could do the job when I was starting off. And as soon as I bought Kieran Tierney for like it was like three point four k at the time, um, and he's much lower now. He felt very solid, probably best left back in the prem short of Robertson, as people are saying. Apparently, people are saying Robertson's really good. But I liked Kieran Tierney a lot because he felt like he could be a wing back or he could be a left back. But he was just, I felt very assured with him anytime I'd go into a tackle. I felt like he had good passing. He almost caused me no mistakes at all.
2: He definitely feels better than Reggie on for me as well.
0: Yeah, Reggie. So for for
2: yeah. Um, I guess I'll go next. Uh, like I said, I packed Van Dyke. So I have to go with him because he just, he's, he's a brick wall. You can't get past him. But if I was going to go for not the obvious choice, which is Van Dyke, I would probably say Alfonso Davis because he's just, he's so quick. He's so quick. But um, yeah, it's definitely between those two for me.
1: Um, yeah. So I'm going to give, before I say my actual answer, I'm going to give two honorable mentions here. Um one I I'm not saying as my answer because I thought one of you guys would say him, but I've got Rudiger at centre back and he's just solid. Um and the other honorable mention uh, for me at the left back I've found I've not used Tierney to be fair, but the left back I've found most comfort playing with is um Teles. So defensively a little bit of an issue, but um he just he's really useful going forward and Oh my God. His free kicks. I've got De Bruyne in the team and his free kick stats are better than Telles. But I take all my free kicks with Telles because they're actually cracked. Um, I think I've scored like three free kicks this year with Telles, which I don't know if that's a lot, but it feels like a lot for me, especially I don't usually score that many direct free kicks. Um, but yeah, those two are my honourable mentions. But my actual answer is actually going to be Nelson Samedo. Um, Really? I just found him so good at right back. Um, And I'll tell you why. He looks so small and like weak when you look at his in game model, but he's just so rapid and he's got enough to like hold off players. So it's so useful for blocking like long balls down the line, for example, because all he does is he'll run ahead of the defender and then just position his body in the way. And he's able to just hold them off. And I found him so useful defensively as well as going forward. I really liked playing with Nelson Semedo which is why he's the lowest rated player in my team. And I don't see that changing until I can probably decide to pay up and get Kyle Walker or someone, but I've found him really, really good.
2: I feel like Kinsale he's had a huge be pace on Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah a huge yeah. down here. Now, see, this is the weird thing where I feel like players don't play universally; they play on different ways on different accounts, and there's got to be some kind of reasoning to it. Because Nelson Tomato felt absolutely awful on my account. Like I played him <laughs> a good bit because I was
1: hyped. But I, I, I don't them. think it's based on account. It also just it will probably just depend on how you play the game. Like we probably have different styles of playing the game. Like yeah. my defensive tactic might be like when I say tactic I don't mean like the in-game tactics I mean like what we do on the controller to defend um, we might have slightly different ways that some players benefit more than others so it's probably it also just, who's around
2: him
0: but Which it feels like you him. say you, lo- you love Samedo I say I hate Samedo Reinhardt <laughs> said he hates Pope, I said I love Pope it's, <laughs> I, I find this trend a lot with people um, who plug different players and I'm just like gosh they were awful for me or like, I hated them. And like, I say, it's yeah. someone I hate. And I'm like, no, I, they were actually really good for me. I'm just like, I don't understand. But, yeah. I mean, I've Nelson Semino technically what you say should be true. Cause he should be good based on his stats. Spats his are very good. He's the probably the third best right back in the, in the game on stats wise and probably behind Walker. And then, um, Cancelo, I would think, I think they're probably going to be the best ones in the game. Um, Trent being the highest one, but probably having the worst type of stats you could have for a right back. In in the Premier Premier League. League. In the Premier League, yeah. Yeah. This is Premier League only. Um, Trent Trent would be a great great midfielder uh, with his stats though, but uh, I don't know, maybe a position change if you can hang on, do that. But um, let's see, I guess, is it just my turn now for for midfielders?
1: Yeah, uh, are we saying for midfielders, is it just central or is it wide as well?
0: It can be a right mid or a left mid. So, yeah. yeah well, actually, no. Let's keep it centralized. Let's keep it like okay. a CDM, center mid, or cam in cool. this case. And then for the attackers, it can be striker and the wingers and or mids, just depending on yeah. how you play them. Cool. So for my midfielder, I actually um, – I'm trying to go with more underrated shouts for some of these. Well, Maitland Niles was actually a great um, holding midfielder for me or a box-to-box midfielder. A lot of pace, decent stamina, um, felt very good on the ball. Passing-wise is good. And he's been in my um, English squad. Because for some of my challenges on the Chelsea RTG, I have to do a full English squad. And um, he's been in there most of the time. Um, I have not taken him out. And I've had him since, like, day two of the game. But he's just been very solid for, a, I think, a 75-rated card or something like that. But very impressed with him. Very impressive. I think he's a great player to bring into your squad um in case he's starting out and i will give an underrated shout also to zielinski um who is five star weak foot four star skill moves on the game great stats all around and very is cheap as chips as much as you like to get him for and um obviously not great links with polish but um with napoli you got a lot of good players like um you got Mertens, you have lozano you have di lorenzo manolas culibaly honestly i have a lot of napoli players on this game right now um, but I think Zielinski is also a very solid player and someone who I've had for a good long time now.
2: I agree with Maitland. I, was, I actually used him in the beginning and I, I was fairly surprised at how cheap he was because when I sold him, it was like 400 coins. I couldn't believe it. But um, for me, okay, so this play isn't in my team anymore because like I said, I had Teo Hernandez, but I sold him. But Frank Kessier was so good when I bought him. And I would, still, I would still have used him if I didn't sell Teo Hernandez. But um, yeah, he was just a beast all around. He scored quite a few goals. His penalties, obviously, very good. And he's just so strong on the dribble and he, his strength is very good. But um, if I had to go for an underrated shot and a player that's still currently in my team, it has to be uh, Onyeka, the Brentford CDM. I just think he's, he's very good. He's very solid for his price um, as well. 87 pace. Uh, it's like 2k or something. I'll check quickly. No. But um, he is currently 1.2k. Wow, I
0: might have to try him then.
2: So uh, he's definitely very good. For me,
1: um, firstly, I'll give one for like early game, so if you're just getting started and you want a cheap um, player, uh, I found really great success with Oxlade Chamberlain. Uh not much else to say. I just think he's, for what he's worth, which is like, I think he's probably under a thousand coins now. I just think he's a very good, quite balanced midfielder. But, um, yeah, my, obviously, my choice is going to have to be De Bruyne. Um, Just such a good card. Uh, I feel, the only issue, I feel like he's a little bit wasted in my team because I play him as a cam. Uh, But, just, he managed, he does a job anyway. Just so good in all, like his passing is unbelievable. Like, I don't know if you guys have found success with the like driven over the top through ball. So LB, LBRB, uh, Y. He is just unbelievable at them. He will put it on, on, a, on a spot perfectly for a player. Uh, and it'll just have a little bit of backspin so it holds up, doesn't run through to the keeper. Just unbelievable finishing, passing, quality.
2: He probably yeah. feels better than he would in previously years, doesn't he?
1: Just because of the, the way the game plays. I've actually never had him before, to be honest. I've probably oh, really? Really played him in draft a couple of times, but I've, yeah. I've oh. never had him before, to be honest.
0: I want to give a, a, la- a kind of a shout-out to two other players. I know I'm, we we're kind of only trying to keep it to one and two. But one player I have not played with, and I'll want to soon, but I've heard amazing things about him in this game, is Nicola Barella. I've heard great things about
2: Nicola I had Barella. him in my team.
0: He did?
2: Yeah. I packed it? him uh, tradable. I used him a fair amount, but I used him off the bench. I will say his dribbling is very good. He's, he's a very solid player. He's definitely he's definitely good. And uh, he his price compared to other players, the same rating as him, is fairly high. So, I mean, that's probably testament to his uniqueness in the game. That's but I, I kind of liked him.
0: Another uh, shout that I kind of want to give was actually Suchek from West
1: Ham. I, I've got Suchek. He's absolutely brilliant, yeah.
0: Yeah, for some reason, he plays very, very well as a holding midfielder. Like, even though his pace looks ugly, you put, like, a shadow or a catalyst on him or even engine, it's good enough to where as a holding midfielder. Like, he is very, like, assured in the tackling and being mugging people off the ball, and he yeah, gets the passing th-
1: done. The thing is, with the way that I play him, at least, um, the pace isn't as big a factor, because I have him on stay back, and he just sits in front of the defense anyway, so he just... He's more an issue to, for them for them to get around him at all. He's just so solid at interceptions. And also, uh, corners, notoriously difficult to score from. I've only scored one, and it was obviously on his massive head.
2: <laughs> so, uh, there is that. I haven't scored a single corner goal. Well, I've scored when I just crossed towards the edge of the box and time finished it in, but no headers.
1: I've actually got, I was telling you about this, trait. I've sort of come up with a little tactic that seems to work for me, so I've scored a few from this, but I mean direct corners where you just cross it and someone heads it in, yeah, only one, Um, but I've come up with a little tactic which seems to work for me, so I I aim the sort of the yellow circle at about one metre in, two, one, two metres in from the corner of the box, so the near side corner of the box, Um, so... If, if you know I get what i mean. Yeah, yeah, um, so the yeah, the, the corner of the box nearest to you, um, and you're about two meters inside there and do full power. So, obviously, it plays like a low driven ball into that area. You'll usually have a player sort of around there, not exactly there, but sort of around there, and you run him towards it and just tap X aiming inwards, and he'll just sort of flick across in first time. And a lot of the times, because they've run a defender up to defend that. It will leave two or three players unmarked at the back post and I've scored from it like two or three times because they're just free at the back post. Oh,
2: that's a good
1: shot.
0: Yeah, I might have to do that.
2: Yeah.
0: Also, I'm kind of just looking at this team. I've had the team of the week graphic up here a little bit and I was looking more and since we're on the topic of midfielders, two players from the Bundesliga that absolutely looked great is Nkunku and Zakaria. Zakaria has some ridiculous stats and you can get them for 50k 86 pace, 83 defending, 87 physical, 78 dribbling, 77 passing, and 69 shooting. High, medium, three-star, three-star. Not bad, but for 50K, that is a def- – I know the weak, the links are weak unless you have like Mbabu and Nakanji. That is a solid, solid like That's maybe very box-to-box good. midfielder. And then yeah. Kunku here has 82 pace, 88 dribbling, 72 defense, 70 physical, Eighty-five passing and seventy-eight shot. Also very well-rounded. Four-star, three-star, medium, medium. Both of those, and I've, he's at thirty-two k.
2: I've got him in my team. Currently, really? how's yeah. he doing? He's very good. He, his dribbling is insane. I use him as a box to box with Onyeka as my holding, and I scored quite a few goals of him where he just like drives through the whole team. And another underrated shot is his free kicks so are pretty good as well.
0: Yeah, honestly, so. if um. Out of a starting eleven for this team of the week, I'm looking at right now. If I take out uh, House from um, Aston Villa and this Artis uh, Alistando from Real Sociedad, I put in this Fofana card. This um, for Ivory Coast Fofana from I think it's Mets. Big one. I think it. I uh, sorry Lens R C Lens who's actually doing really good in Liga One right now. He's got phenomenal stats for ten for a discard value. High high. Yeah. Three star four star week foot. 80 pace. 82 dribbling. 76 shot. 78 defense. Seventy-seven passing, eighty-three physical. That is probably someone. If you run a league on one side, you should get in and run next to like Renato Sanchez or someone, and then also uh, Sergino Dest with ninety pace, eighty-six dribbling, seventy-three defense, seventy-two physical, seventy-eight passing, and sixty-seven shot. Four star, four star, but high low. He is probably one of the best
2: wing backs in the game right now, honestly, with those stats. So I heard Oshimane is was very good.
0: Yeah, yeah, like and the starting eleven. If you take those two out and put those two in that I just mentioned. The starting eleven is very, very good for this team of the week.
2: Yeah, the team of the weeks has been quite decent so far. Not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, I'm happy we're getting some good cards that uh, aren't honestly too expensive. This Felipe Anderson is really good. Only 20k right now.
2: Yeah, and even Barella. I mean, he, we we've talked about how potentially OP he could be. In previous FIFA's, I, I think he'd be like over 100k, in his. Round 80, if I'm not mistaken, though.
0: Oh, something like that. So. But yeah, we've gone on for a while about midfielders, and mostly because of me. Let's go to the attack <laughs> and we'll talk about attackers that we like. Um, do we? Did we already say, we all said midfielder, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So for attack, this one's iffy to me because I don't have anyone who's really stood out immensely over everyone like these are, and like not super underrated. But I'm gonna give a shout out to Luis Muriel from Atalanta or whatever the new logo is because they lost the rights to it. But I've actually yeah. liked Luis Muriel, Muriel a lot on this game. Very well-balanced, four-star, four-star. Even though you really don't need to use skill moves too much, but pop-up berber spin just in the last minute if you need to. He's been very solid. Very, um, he's not super strong, but he's got good balance on the ball, good dribbling, good pace, solid shot. I'd say him and Latora Martinez have been the two strikers I've used the most in this game, and both are very cheap right now.
2: So, uh, for me...
1: Uh,
2: oh, oh,
0: sorry,
1: God. you go, Omar. Okay, I'm... so... Um, I've... My current striker is Timo Werner, and um, before him, I had Richarlison, just because I packed him. Um, and I, they're, they're both good, and they, they... Well, I didn't really like Richarlison, but Timo Werner's good. He does a job, but I don't really want to mention him for this because I just... I've not really loved using him. He's just... I like him, and he's been good, so I'm happy to keep him. For me, actually, it's going to be the, the striker that I got from my starter pack. Um, I actually got Patrick Bamford and I just played him because I was like, oh, you know, I may as well use him for the time being and then I'll upgrade him. And I did eventually. But the fact he played like maybe 20, 25 games of my team and managed to do enough to make it, you know, at the start, right, you've got like pretty much a, you've got a non-rare gold team with a couple of rare players and you're you're sort of prioritizing which positions you want to strengthen one by one, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So he was the one, the last one, I was like, I'm actually not worried about him. I'll get to, I will upgrade him eventually, but I'll get to him. He's doing fine. And he was actually very, very good considering he's a 78 rated non-rare. Um, I just, he scored so, like, I don't know what it is because the card doesn't seem that good, but he just, scored so many goals obviously there's the fact i was playing in div 9 and 10 at the time so you know but yeah i just i really enjoyed using him so patrick bamford that's my answer
0: that's not a shout i expected
2: to hear but i kind of like it
1: yeah, well there you go
2: so i'm kind of caught between two minds because um okay first off i would like to give an honorable mention to leon bailey who I think is the best cheap right wing in the Prem, because I used him, I used Lucas, and I used Rafinha, and I just think Bailey is the best, personally. Um, and I've also got Timo Werner striker, who I actually quite like. So I'm going to take Timo Werner, but I'd also give an honourable mention to Martial, who I packed Untradeable. And even though he's got low, low work, work rates, he just, I don't know, he just feels very good. He scores quite a few goals. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Not bad. So, I think that's all of us for picking one of each positions. So, why don't we talk about our current squads right now? Basically, just give off your starting 11, and then if you have, like, one super sub that comes off the bench for you that's really good, go ahead and name them. Omar, do you want to go first? Cool.
1: So, um, my squad is, of course, Mendy and Goal. And Samedo at right back. My back centre-back pairing are Rudiger. And I've actually got uh, Christian Romero from Tottenham. Now, he's the player I got from a preview pack just because at the time he was valued like 7.8k. And I was like, well, the pack is 7.5k. I may as well buy it. It won't hurt, hurt me to buy it. But then I was like, oh, I may as well put him in the team. And he's just been solid. He's not been amazing but he's again one of those that I'll eventually strengthen but he's been good enough Um, I've got Tellez at left back uh, and um, Suchek and Alan as my holding midfielders Uh, the pride of my team is the left mid cam right wing Manchester City connection that I have Grealish one to watch at left mid De Bruyne at cam and uh, inform Gabriel Jesus at right wing and up front I have Timo Werner. I'm trying to look at my subs and see if there's anyone I really use massively, but not really, to be honest. I've got I just put sometimes I put um Marquinhos in at centre back when like they've got a really pacey striker, but not not really any massive impact subs. do right, you wanna go next?
2: Okay, yeah, sure. Um oh, wait, before I begin, what formation do you use, Omar?
1: Uh, It is the 4-2-3-1 wide. In-game? i change it to a narrow in-game.
2: Ah, yeah, same. I also use the 4-2-3-1. And uh, my team is Edumendi in goal. Uh, Van Dijk, as I said, I packed him untradable. Uh, My right back is Cancelo. Then my left centre-back is Upamakano. My left back is Davies. And my two holding midfielders is uh, Nkunku and Onyeka. My Cam is Havertz, my right wing is Leon Bailey, my left wing is Alan St-Maximin, and my striker is Timo Werner. And my super subs, I'm going to name two, is sometimes when I feel like I can't attack on the wings as much as I would like, I go to a 4 and 2 and 2 narrow, and I sub off one of my wings for Renato Sanchez, who I packed untradable as well, and then uh, Anthony Martial I also sub on quite often.
0: Martial should not be as good as he he is in game. Like, low, low work rates and, um, like, good stats. I don't know why he still has good stats. He barely does anything. Yeah. But I've heard great things about him in the game, too. Can you say anything more about Martial, how how he feels?
2: Well, he... He feels it doesn't feel like he has low low. I don't know. I don't know how a low, low player feels, because it's not very common. But I wouldn't say that he feels like it. Um his shooting is definitely I think he's only got 80 finishing. His finishing definitely feels a lot better than it is. And he's quite quick on the dribble and he's got a decent amount of pace as well. And you can't really push him off the ball as easily as you think, which is not really accurate to his real life playstyle at the moment. But uh yeah, he's definitely He's definitely a, a shout for a very good uh, starting Premier League striker because I only think he's, a, he's about like 5k, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Hmm, not bad. And what formations do you see you run? Uh,
2: I, wanna, I run a 4-2-3 run normally, uh, the the wide one, with my wingers attacking and then just trying to pass it in for a tap-in. But like I said, if, if that doesn't work, I often, probably like every game, switch to a 4 2 2 narrow and then i sub on a renato sanchez for a winger at some point hmm,
0: not bad so mine is kind of hard to say because i'm constantly building it around a chelsea player but i will give like a start, like a starting 11 of players i normally play around whoever's playing um these are just like the players that i found to be used the most like um whenever i don't have any challenges kind of hindering so um just started with him but uh mike magnan and goal um at left back i have that serginio and des in form now um i was playing with ferland mendy which feels good but i'm i'm gonna leave him out of this as he's probably going to be sold and des is probably going to be here for a while um linglet from barca feel actually feels pretty good uh koulibaly and dumfries uh, make up the right side of the back four Kamavinga and Zielinski in a pivot for a 4-2-3-1 with Mertens at camp. Um, and then I have Hazard on the left and Kies on the right. And Latora Martinez up top for mine. And I would say that everyone in this team feels pretty good and balanced, but they're only like also as good as I can be as a player. And I noticed that sometimes on my streams, I play for a long time. I get worse and worse the more I push myself because I get burned out. But overall, I would say a lot of these players have very well-balanced stats. And when utilized well, they, they perform with a high, high efficiency. Um, I can't really speak to any super subs or anything because I actually have not been using subs too much in this game. Probably not good management by myself. But um, yeah, overall, I would say that. But like I said, um, I really kind of theme my squads around the Chelsea player. And I have played with about, call it uh, nine different, Nine different Chelsea players. I'm probably on my tenth one about um, later tonight.
2: How, I want to ask you, um, how is Kula Bali for you? Because he looks like he's a very good player. He's definitely got the pace now.
0: Um I'll say on a good game, he feels very commanding. He feels very assured on the ball. Um, he kind of feels like Suchek going into a tackle where you feel very confident that he's gonna win it. Like he's he's fast, like he's got good pace. Um, I would say sometimes when I'm not playing super well, it doesn't feel like he can do, like, he, can, he can't save the day for me, really, but overall, I mean, for 23k right now, he was 30k, I think when I packed him, 34k or something, 81 pace, 87 defending, 85 physical, I mean, you put a shadow on him, and this guy goes up to 91 pace, 96 defense, 85 physical, that's like icon level basically, like, at this start yeah. of the game, the problem is he has 65 dribbling and 51 passing. His um, balance is 34. His passing, uh, short passing, long passing are both 63. Um, his composure is 82 and his uh, reaction is 83. So a little low for um, a defender of his caliber, but just don't have him hold the ball for super long, I would say. Just make the tackle, pass it off. Don't make a huge cross or anything like that. Then,
2: Other than that, he's pretty solid. Oh. Yeah, because I've played against him a few times and he seemed quite decent.
0: Yeah, him and Manolas uh, feel good. Manolas doesn't, for 81 pace, Manolas should feel faster, I feel like, but like he doesn't feel faster first and then it seems like he catches up eventually. Um, and that, that may be due to like uh, his acceleration being like only 77 compared to his sprint speed of 84. But um, him and Manolas, him, Manolas and Kulabali together are a decent pairing. And Manolas is only 2,200 right now. Um, and he's got 81 pace, 85 defensive, and 81 physicality, which is decent. But he's also kind of in the same boat as Koulibaly with 62 dribbling and 44 passing. So mm. both fairly good. Both fairly good. But it sounds yeah. like our squads are getting onto a good start. I mean, all things considering, I think everyone has had a very good start to this game, which is maybe why the market is so weird, because nobody needs to buy a lot of players. Mm. Um, the pack weight has definitely seemed like heavier. Um, and we are not even a week from the full release of the worldwide, which is kind of crazy. And definitely, uh, I'm looking forward to more players getting into it because hopefully the market rebounds, but I'm hoping div rivals also kind of evens out because right now I think I've seen someone get into elite division already, but like, it is probably slim pickings. Like even I have trouble finding games in division six sometimes. And whenever I do, it is a tough, tough player with a stacked squad. I've already come up against a couple icons of y'all.
2: Yeah. I came up yeah. against Puskás.
1: Well, I will say that the the fact that packs have been seemingly better balances out the fact that the rewards for rivals are shite. At the bottom
0: divisions, they definitely are. They get better. What at the was top. the
1: point of? Yeah, but like it's the fact that I don't know if when we eventually you know stagnate, so we'll be in the same division, like. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the whole thing is you're supposed to get get up to like um, the higher divisions, even for lower players, if you play enough. But the fact that last week I played something like forty games in the first week, and I ended up with like like a a small rare player pack or something. No, a small pack. I I don't know. The the rewards were awful. Um, So you know, we'll see. Obviously yeah, they definitely want you well. to
2: go up in the divisions to get the better rewards. But one thing that I'd say that I kind of like is the milestone rewards. I don't know if you guys have gone to. Yeah, look but at we them. won't get them for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's I wish we amazing. could claim them automatically. Yeah. I mean,
1: I'm, I'm already on the on the biggest one. I'm already on the maximum. Are you already to the 90s? Every time you... Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of FIFA. Thing I'm at but every time you games. go up
2: a division, it um it improves the reward as well. So yeah,
0: that is boost. nice. That that is a good feature of it. That your works. do you them. know what
1: my one issue is? Um, I think you should still the coins should go up linearly. So at the moment, you if say you get more coins in rank one of div seven than you do in rank three of div six. Is that a fact? And it doesn't make any sense. And it's the same for all of them. So the coins sort of go up in like a sawtooth if that makes sense so it yeah, would be like, yeah. it'll be like rank 3 is some coins you get slightly more for rank 2 slightly more for rank 1 but then it will drop down a little bit obviously not as ba- not back to the start but it'll drop down a bit for rank 3 of the next division and then 2 then 1 and then down and then 2 then 1 it, it just doesn't make sense because you're thinking okay if I'm currently like you know one win away from from Div... From a new division, would I? And it's near to the deadline. Would I rather try and get that win and get a slightly better pack, or would I rather just get a lot more coins? Because this—I don't know what it's like in the higher divisions, but in some of the lower ones, it was a significant difference. Like it went from like 12k to like 4k or something. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I haven't. I not noticed that.
0: uh us Hope that our rewards get better.
2: Yeah, the champ rewards seem fairly decent as well. I'd say from what I've seen. Have don't played any champs yet.
0: No, I am no. trying to hold out until I am leasing into a Chelsea player that is decent enough to take into that game.
1: I played one game of qualifiers and I won it, and I was like, "Oh, okay," and then I stopped and I haven't touched it since because <laughs> I'm scared. You
0: started off on a high and just like I'm gonna get yeah, it right. I was now.
1: like, I don't, I don't, I was, I wanted to leave it on that high. I will get to it eventually. Um, what do you need? Five wins to qualify
0: five and four yes i believe is yeah. the minimum you have to do oh
1: my, i have a question so if you rage quit do you still get the loss point
0: yes i believe so from what i've heard but i have not
2: done it myself to confirm or not okay also another thing um uh, in the playoffs you have a limited amount of entries i think it's seven seven or six. for the whole season yeah yeah and there's six weekend leagues per season i heard so you have one fail attempt yeah but that's for people that play weekend league every week and i don't have mental
1: strength for that yeah so no no i mean me neither but what i do want to know is if you if you fuck up the qualifiers do you then have to play rivals all over again to get the 1500 points yes
2: i think so yeah
0: you have to replay it all the way to get all 1500 points
2: back the good thing is the higher division you are the more points you get so it gets a bit easier yeah
0: yeah and then maybe that's a good thing because like maybe if you're in a low division you you get the 1500 and then you try going straight back into it maybe you weren't ready and maybe the game knows that so it's like okay if you had a high division and then you got into it maybe you just maybe just messed up a little bit and then um then you can try again but i do not like how limited the um the entries are just in case I can see a lot of things going wrong. I, I can see people just having bad games or something like that. And then you're kind of screwed for one of your weekends and you what? probably better honestly for you if you don't play every weekend for your mental stability, well, at least yeah. mine. But I know cause this is the first week of the champs and I'm going to miss it, honestly, just cause I'm going to be out of town. Yeah, um, I'm going to, I'm going to try it for next weekend, but um, the weekend after that, I'll miss it again too. So it's like, um naturally i wouldn't be surprised if people can miss it and like it kind of evens out with how many tokens you have but yeah i think my issue is i'm genuinely worried if i'm going to be able to get qualification through the playoffs and i feel like i'm just going to end up finding myself back in division rivals over and over again yeah
1: i just think i think five from nine is obviously it's not impossible It's, it's 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 very doable but it's very prone to like you know you know we very often you have those games where you're like, you know, oh you know I was much better, but somehow I've ended up losing yeah, yeah you just two of those, and you're already if you get two of those out of nine, which is not completely unfeasible, then you're looking at trying to get five from seven i mean that's that's tough, and yeah the the fact that i I wonder how they match make because obviously in in champs or at least in champs, it used to be based off of like you know the form thing where you know if you're if you've got uh,
0: you
2: mean like the elo yeah 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 from your it's like they take your previous weekend's uh finish and they combine it with your current form and your win streak and the players you've played against and yeah, yeah stuff like that so I'm just curious as to what how they're going to match make for
1: such a small sample size because nine games. So if you're if you're in your second game, the sample size is quite small. Even if you're playing against someone in their ninth game, you know.
2: Yeah. So, That's true. Well, I'd expect them do to do probably just randomize it. You play against whoever you, you match. Yeah, I think.
1: So that basically means that if you're you've got to be in the top five out of nine. Players on FIFA to qualify, pretty much. If it's if we're going off of complete randomness, which you know you kind of back yourself to be, but you never know. It's prone yeah. to to a lot of variation, so I think we'll see. I mean, I will get to it at some point. Well, I think I want to. My aim right now is to qualify for Div Five, <laughs> which I still haven't done. And once I get to Div Five, I'll go back to the champs qualification tournament. But uh, you know, how great ages because I'm not playing this weekend either.
0: A fun tip I have heard is that. If you are gonna have, you think you are gonna have a hard time qualifying through playoffs, play it on the weekend when everyone who's over, who's been doing playoffs are in champs already. So then you take a strong yeah. sample size out of it. So like, if you know, I don't want to play champs this weekend, but I still want to qualify for next yeah. weekend, then well, go ahead and um, get your token for this. Weekend. That was because like the tokens I used to play
1: Div Rivals. I used to play Div Rivals um, during Foot Champs weekends um, last year, just when I wasn't playing Foot Champs, just because it meant that was, you know, playing against l- worse players because the good players are all playing foot gems. So. No, that's smart. It's a good tactic. Yeah. Job. But that's also,
0: something that's good is the tokens don't expire. Like, and I don't know if they can stack them. Can you though.
2: stack them? Well, we don't know. Yeah, now. you can. I, I, I think you can. I heard oh, somewhere.
0: Did y'all see the glitch that um, people who qualify for, for playoffs got 29 tokens? Jeez. It's a textual glitch, so I don't think it's actually 29, but it's going to get patched, I believe. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was showing that they have 29 tokens um, after winning playoffs. So I think it was causing a lot of people to go into the playoffs right now and try and get qualified and see if they could get the glitch. That way they can claim mm-hmm. saying, hey, I deserve 29 tokens. When I wonder really if that means don't.
1: that you can stack up to 30 of them. There's got to be some be. significance about the number 30. And I wonder yeah. if there's just a count back error. But like 29 is such a random number to have graphic. So I'm thinking maybe in the coding behind it, instead of adding one, they sort of took away one or something. I don't know. Anyway, we can move on.
0: So, let's get on to our last segment of the episode. Let's talk about the one to watch team. Team one. We have 14... No, sorry. Not 14. 15. Is it 15?
1: It's 15. Oh, sorry. No, it's 14. No, it's
0: 17.
1: Oh, I guess if we're counting, if we're also counting the... We're counting the, Yeah, uh, then it's seven... No, there's three...
0: There's 14 tradable ones, and there are three untradables. Yes, 17. Okay, so let's talk about the the, uh, the first one, which was um, the Shakiri SBC. Well, I think we all yeah. could um say, I think we all had early access, so we all... Did y'all complete them? No, no, did not. Uh, I, 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 I shamefully did, just for the content, but I kind of wish I didn't. I just wanted it because he was kind of an exclusive one, so I thought, hey, it's kind of cool you can have one that nobody else does because, you know, it's it's early access. Yeah, I, I got fooled, so let's all laugh at me. <laughs> I'm the clown on this one, but um, nah. pretty pretty bad, pretty bad value. I'm pretty. I'm trying to find. Um, I'm trying to find the here it is some ones to watch on here. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find the dislikes. But there's also a Paulinho. um,
1: So Konate and Paulinho minus four thousand nine hundred forty-two on Footbin.
0: Oh my word, that's bad.
1: Okay, I'm interested actually to see if I get rid of this filter. I think it might be the worst card in the game based on that. It is. It's the worst rated card in the game by miles. (laughs) I just like so. Jordan Shaqiri has got more dislikes than Benjamin Mendy and Gilfie Sigursen. Oh, my God. Ah, Combined. <laughs> oh, no. Combined. Oh, no. Oh, God. So, oh, no. Uh, Benjamin Mendy, minus 2,362. Gilfie Sigurdsson, minus 717. Jordan Shakiri 4,940.
0: Good Lord. Never put FIFA players in a place of court because they will send Shakiri <laughs> to jail over those two. And it's not even his fault.
1: Oh, God. And, so <laughs> any guesses is... as to who the highest most popular rated player is oh well right, wow. um this is very random am i missing something I, Am i missing an inside joke nicholas sommer 61 rated bronze right back
2: what i know that uh, castro has a, a chinese left back guy that he has on his team so i have no idea it could Wait, be it must it, be something to do with a stream. is it the guy is it that left back from uh the team of the season last season I the think so. Or something? No, I think it's C-U-I something. I oh, can okay. check quickly. Hold on. No,
0: that's quote of the episode that Shakiri has the most dislikes over Benjamin Mendy and Guilty Secrets. That killed me. I can't believe that.
2: But I think it's really... Lin, Lin Kui. Kui Lin, Lin. sorry. Kui Lin. Kui Lin? Yeah, I have no idea. But yeah, Then it goes Erling
1: Haaland is the most liked player, apart from this random bronze who's got like more than double.
0: Yeah, early on scored a banger against me. And I was not happy about it because it was also a glitch that I posted about. But uh, okay, so Zerdan Security, five star skill moves, four star weak foot, should be good stats. But good lord, his stats are actually fairly poor. For nah, being he needs a few cards. Yeah, he, he needs t- too many. So he's that's a big L, big L for Zerdan Security. Justin Clivert, the one the SBC in uh, squad battles. I think this objective is, is the a
1: objective. Yeah, Yeah,
0: objectives, squad battles, objectives four star, four star, high, medium. I think one inform will get him to an 81 or something like that, and a win to watch one, either the same. Nice are in good form. Cliver is injured though, so sadly, I don't think he's going to get an inform anytime soon. But Nice might give him the one to watch or win to watch one. So I like this one. I think this is a dub
2: for this one. Yeah, it's fairly easy to do as well.
0: Yeah, so Kemavinga, another objective. Um, it wasn't horrible doing the objective for me. Um, I will say though the crossing was a little bugged at some points. Um, I got like all five crosses done in one game and it didn't count and they only yeah, game th- one.
1: It struggles to register crosses sometimes. I don't yeah. really understand why for objectives. I've had that as well. Not for that specific objective but for another crossing objective. Yeah,
0: but um, overall I would say Camaving is a big dub because I think he's a solid card. He feels good in the game and I think he's going to be um, a good card uh, whenever uh, he gets a few influence or the, w- the window watch. So, dub for me.
2: Yeah. yeah, Dub for me as well.
0: Yep. So, let's talk of ab- So, I've got two cards here, Konate and Paulinho, that have not been released yet, which I'm only assuming are going to be in Team 2. But... Yeah, Conate, why are they...
1: I can see them as well. What is this? They've only been confirmed. confirmed. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: this Paulinho card is an absolute L. Nobody should buy him. He will be a discard has some awful stats, and I don't think he is going to... Even his team of the season was not that good. Konate so,
2: needs a few info as well.
0: Yeah, I think this is going to be a very, very big L. Um, but I guess they have to put some minor league ones in here as well. Konate could be good, but I honestly played with him. He didn't feel amazing. Like, I got him at the very beginning of the game.
1: Yeah, I had him at the beginning as well. He wasn't great. No, I but, preferred um, Christensen.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, we know liverpool will probably get the to watch upgrade so he'll go to an 81 or so um maybe his pace gets up enough and maybe he feels better he's 6'4 too yeah. which is nice but i would say he has potential he has potential but um i would say it could be an l if he's tradable and he's expensive because i don't think he should be um let's look at this one thomas delaney one of the newly added ones in the mini release 12,000 discard. He's got well-balanced stats, honestly, but for an 81 rated, you would hope a little higher. I can't see him getting many informs, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I say that because he got some for Dortmund, so it's possible for Sevilla he could, but it's it, it's very hard to say. He's only got two-star skimmers, but four-star weak foot. Um, I mean, for 12,000, you really can't go too wrong right now if you bought him because you really can't lose too many coins on this, and I feel like Sevilla are good enough to get an uh, upgrade for him, so... I think he would go to an eighty-four um, rated. So he might actually be a sneaky one. He may be a sneaky one that would be a uh, decent investment. I'm gonna say potential, yeah. potential to be a dub.
2: Yeah, same. He yep. can sneak two informs and be pretty good.
0: Especially for because I know in-formers. he had a f-
2: yeah he had a, he had two informs last week. If I'm not mistaken, and they were. I used this eighty-six rated one, and it was pretty good.
0: I may actually buy him because I have to play. I'm gonna try and play with a full Danish side whenever I do the Christensen objective. So <laughs> he would probably be a good one to have, and he may even have the win to watch by that point.
2: So for me, oh. there's a there's a player that we're still gonna talk about that I think is could potentially be the biggest steal out of all the ones to watch. But I'll mention him if we get there.
0: Okay. Um. So let's talk about. Let's see. Um. Let's talk about uh Daniel Malin. Sonya Malin is. I bought him at 30K or 34K. I wish I didn't because he's already gone 10K down, surprisingly, even after I win. He, I heard mixed reviews on him that he's good or bad, but I could, Malin is someone I can easily see getting the most informed in this team. Also, the one, yeah. the window watch, he's 80. So he should go to 83 after one window watch upgrade. He should have like 93 pace or something, maybe 83 shooting, 86 dribbling. Out of 83 card, He's going to be crazy. He's going to be really good. Yeah. Four star, three star. I think this is a dub for this one. I don't think you can go yeah. wrong
2: with Malin. Same. Yeah. I agree.
0: So, Steven Bergweiss or Bergjuice is
1: the he likes to fourth most disliked player on FIFA.
0: Really? Because I honestly think this is going to be a card that he could actually turn up for IX. IX are obviously going to get their win to watch upgrade. I can see Bergweiss easily getting an um, in, informer too. And he his he's one of those players like Grealish that he's a winger, but he needs to be set to cam in game. He's got 80 pace, 81 shooting, 82 passing, and 82 dribbling right now. With an win to watch upgrade, he would go from 81 to 84. And all of these stats would be very good for a cam. And I, I yeah. think at for 10k discard right now, you can't lose on this one. You you can't lose. You literally, if you resell him. You lose maybe a thousand if possible. So I'm say- actually, I'm calling this one a dub actually. Not like yeah. a dub as and when we say a dub, this is whether or not it's a good investment or someone that could pay out.
2: I would say that if you were to pack him, I would say keep a hold of him until he at least gets his win to watch because I think he's pretty nailed on to get that. And also, last week he had three different uh, special cards, uh, excluding his team of the season, so that's four. So I mean, he's a decent shot to get a few, maybe.
0: Yeah, and I think that um, whenever the Eredivisie um, challenges come in hand or first owner ones, I think he'll be a one that people will actually like having in there. Like they'll end up playing with him a lot more and be like, "Oh wow, he's actually decent."
2: yeah so i agree it's it's a dub
0: let's talk about leon bailey another one of the added ones in um recently so four star four star high medium excellent stats we love him on the game Fifty five thousand. i think Mm. it's a little high right now to invest in i would maybe wait until he is out of packs because i actually think he'll go down because when the next team gets um released uh with messi wijnaldum uh Ramos potentially, I think, is gonna be in that one, or he could be an SBC. I think some of these one watches are gonna go down because they will want people will want coins for the next team. And I think Bailey could drop to maybe 30k. I think if he's 30k, he's an okay investment because I think Villa, depending on their schedule, could get the window watch. So I think in that case he would go to an 84 or an 85. I think
1: they'll struggle.
0: You think if struggle? I have a look
1: So Spurs in the first one, lost. Wolves up next. Wolves have been very good. They'll struggle in that one. Villa, uh, sorry, Arsenal after that, they've hit some form. West Ham, that's tough. Southampton, they should be winning that one. Brighton, tough. Palace, tough. Man City, Leicester, Liverpool.
0: So this might actually be a miss. Because I actually don't know, because he's he got a goal or two, I think, so far, but he hasn't jumped out as a standout player for them yet, mm. I do think. I'm correct on that. His I don't think
2: he'll have crushed my crushed crowd too many Team of the Weeks, to be fair. He didn't even get one last year, but, I mean, he, if he were to get one, it would undoubtedly be a, a very good one, but, yeah, I, I don't think, especially for the price, I don't think he's too much of a dub.
0: I would think for 55000 right now, he's an L, but he has potential to be good. I would say if he drops to twenty five thousand or to thirty thousand or so, he's an okay bet. But I I would say it could easily go up or down for him.
2: Yeah, he's only scored one goal in three games. Yeah.
0: So I wouldn't hold your breath. I would I would not buy Bailey right now. He's not one to jump on. Um, yeah. This next one I would probably say the same for because. I can't see him getting too many informs, but I definitely see him getting the window watch upgrade. Diak makano
1: who I think one of you said was fantastic. Yeah,
2: I, I, I didn't mention him, but I have him in my team, and he is very good.
1: I think he might be able to catch one
2: um, inform. One is he playing inform. every game for them? He starts for them, yeah. So but they, alongside Zula, they did lose
1: their first game. So <laughs> let's have a look, yeah. and then they're not so they lost against uh, frankfurt they've got leverkusen coming up tough i mean it is by munich though yeah they, I, I just point out that they their then games their 10 games does include leverkusen dortmund and um stuttgart and wolfsburg so so it's been a hard
0: St- it's been a hard run of games
1: as in it 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 it's they should get it because it's a uh, It's you know it's Bayern Munich, but
2: it's Bayern, yeah. Yeah. Is it only league games or cross It's league games, league
1: only. Okay.
2: I'm
0: gonna call it an L for right now at eighty-one thousand. I I wouldn't honestly buy this card. What does anybody know what his gold goes for? His gold's like twenty thousand or something.
2: It's twenty k. Twenty k.
0: I would say unless this card drops to forty k, I would not go for. Because I think with the window watch upgrade, he becomes a very solid card that you can use for a long time and one inform would be good, but I can't sink 81K into a defender, even if it's one to watch.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yes.
0: Okay. So this next one, Manuel Locatelli, who I think, so this episode should be released tomorrow, which will be Tuesday. And then um, Wednesday's when team of the week comes out, he got a goal in a Derby and people are saying he's going to get a, a team of the week um, inform because as a CDM getting a goal, especially in a Derby win, clean sheet that's enough for a one to watch he's right now at 11.25000 uh three star four star medium high um he's got good stats other than his pace but if you put a shadow on him he actually becomes very decent so juventus have been in bad form but they could still get they could easily turn it back up
1: so juventus have wins. been in bad form and their next 10 include inter roma fiorentina lazio okay atalanta eh.
0: Okay. Well, Oof. that's okay. I
1: still think they they could get it. They won their first one against Torino.
2: I don't think they're going to. It's I'm, tough. I don't think.
0: I'm gonna say this is a dub right now because he's at discard and he might get it. Yeah, for win the win price. For yeah. yeah, for the price right now, he's a dub because you really can't lose on him, and he could maybe get a one a window watch upgrade with Juventus, and he's probably slated for a team of the week upgrade this week. Um, as predictions, but they're just predictions. So. Right now, I am saying Locatelli's a dub.
2: Yeah, especially for the price, I'd so say. I agree.
0: But if his win to watches, if he gets a team of the week for this one, great. But if he does not get the win to watch, I would maybe sell him because I don't think like he will get much later in the year. Or he'll just at least drop behind the power curve come team of the year. Um, this next one is debatable because Taliska – Is about he it was SBC for about 15.3 thousand, four-star four star, star, high low, great stats. Um, six three. So he's a great striker. Um, the only thing is EA gave us a a card who don't doesn't even have 10 games left in his season. Eight
1: games, he's got
0: eight games. They have eight games, so they have to win five games from eight games because I'm assuming they're not going to count the one from Thursday, but he may not
1: they have not counted the one from Thursday,
0: yeah, but he may get a team of the week card since he's technically eligible because he got two goals, a man of the match award and a three, one win. But I think actually the SBC may be expired by now too. I don't know if it is or not. That's um,
2: no, not, it's not, it's not,
0: no. this one is a hard sell for me because if you run a Brazilian squad, I think he could stay in there for a while, even at his base. I think, I think there's a good chance because his team is third in the league, but they're technically, they're usually a good team. So I'd say the win to watch could be in their favor. And it only in two upgrades this guy's gonna be very good but yeah I would say if you have untradables you need to use maybe go ahead and do it but don't buy cards to use this one I'm gonna I'm gonna call this one potential for a dub but I'm also very upset about the one that he does not have 10 games possible like everyone else um,
2: I'm completely on the fence he could be a dub if he gets a few uh, if he gets an info maybe or he's one uh, to watch. But, uh with the amount of games left I can't really see him being too much of a dub
0: yeah Almar, any comments yeah
1: yeah i I, I just I, th- I think it's tough especially with the league he's in um you need to either have a Brazilian squad or a big Brazilian contingent in your squad to make him worth having and because he's on trade I just think it's not worth it
2: yeah
0: Alright, so um next one I got up here is Denzel Dumfries. Now I think this is a dub because he's at twelve thousand right now. He's high, medium. He's got 80 pace, 78 uh defense, and 89 physical. Now that's that's the right combination you want because the shadow on him puts him up at like 90 pace in like 86 uh 86 defense with 89 physical. 6'2, He he really would be great as a centre back, honestly. Like, if you could convert him in game, but um, <laughs> there's supposed to be some kind I'll of do that game again. Game effect.
1: Yeah, apparently they've they, they lower the positioning. Yeah. But, um, but might I add, Inter Milan won their f- first game against Sassuolo. But in their next nine games, they are playing literally every big team in Italy Lazio, Milan. Juventus, uh, Udinese, Milan, Napoli, Oof. Roma. Yeah, do um, you need think to they win? Probably do it. They need to win five because I'm seeing. I'm looking here. I'm saying, I think Lazio they can win that. Juventus they can win that. Empoli they should yeah. win. Udinese they should win. Venezia they should win. Spezia they should win. As but, the reigning yeah,
0: champs, they should be. W- there's a
1: lot of. Winning. They are not as good this year as they were last year, but they still had a decent start. Probably but we have the cup, I'm right? just saying tough, tough fixtures. Tough fixtures,
0: yeah. but one win to watch gets him to an 85 rated and that'd be an 83 pace card and then if he gets one goal in a clean sheet that he would probably be eligible for it and I'm going to say this is a dub because at almost discard value yep. this is a card with a yep. high ceiling
2: yeah yeah. he's got All good right. links good league he did well in the areas you can see how he bombs forward and he plays in a three back if I'm not mistaken so he's got the potential to get a few uh, team of the weeks.
0: yeah Okay, so Saul or Chelsea Boy uh 14k now he's got well good he's got good stats all around um Chelsea yeah. will probably get the win to watch upgrade probably one of the earliest out of anybody I would say yeah um but the problem is Saul will probably not get an inform just based on how he's played so far and the yeah. fact that he will not play in the league too much I don't see him playing in any league games
2: I don't see him playing much in the league. I could see him getting a man of the match in like some cup game, but
0: that won't count though. Or Doesn't I don't know, did they say domestic games or did they say no? I think they no domestic games. I'm sorry. Yeah, domestic games do count. I think the wind to watch is the league. Yeah, you know? so, so he's gonna
1: need to put in, yeah, the, the wind to watch will be fine, but uh, I think he he would need to have a big even when he does play, I just think he plays in a role where it's a pretty unremarkable role, like yeah. someone like for example. Jorginho, who's very good every week, is not going to get an inform. Even Kovacic, Kovacic, uh, you know, I say that. I think a performance like he got the other week, where he got one goal and an assist. um, Obviously, that was before FIFA came out, but that was what um, inform worthy. I reckon, but yeah, less likely. I just, I think, I think this card max. This card maxes out at the
2: winter watch. Yeah. I agree. Good and as card. Chelsea fans, um, we can probably all agree that he's fallen down the picking order.
0: Yeah. We can give you inside info saying that he won't go past 85 probably, but I will call this a small dub on yeah. like because he's almost discarded. He's 14k right now. You probably can actually get him for open bin for 12k or something like that. And at 85, I will we'll almost guarantee the 85 rated. Um, and that would should put him at like 74 pace, 81 past um, shooting, 81 passing, 82 dribbling, 81 defense, um, and then 82 physical. That almost puts him at uh, at club Hullet or whatever the 80 all 80 club. Like even if, especially yeah. if you put a Catalyst or a Shadow on him, that um, he will be. a... have heard good things about him too. As of right now, so I'd say for 14k, I'm going to call him a dub. I'm going to say he's a dub, and that he will get an 85 rated card. And if he gets anything more than that, it's just a very lucky turnout yeah i agree okay so let's see andre silva was another this is my player that i was talking about so do you like andre silva i think
2: obviously was he third or second top scorer in the bundesliga last season but he got three in forms he got a player of the month and obviously a team of the season and i think that in a leipzig team where he will be the focal point he'll just score a lot of goals and he'll get a lot of uh, team of the weeks, and for his price, which is nine point nine k is an eighty three team, I think he's uh is pretty much a steal, and he is set to maybe get a team of the week uh on Wednesday. So, and got he's... Gladbach in and
1: Dortmund in their next. They won their first game, and they've got Gladbach and Dortmund in their next nine. But other than that, very favorable fixtures. Yeah.
0: So that would get him an and... eighty six on win to watch, and then potentially an eighty seven if he gets an form this week
2: which is already a dub for 9K. Yeah. That's a huge dub. That's
0: I would say dub. it's a dub, but I would say I'm a little unhappy at how his stats are partitioned, but they're almost similar to Benzema. They're just like a lower caliber. Um, I've, is his sixty nine. I guess his 69 says the passing if I'm looking at this, because they're all side by side. If his yeah. physical goes up a little bit more and his pacing goes up a little more more, I think, it, yeah, he should be pretty decent. I just, I guess I'm worried about how he'll feel in the ball.
2: The first time moves will definitely help as well.
0: Yeah, but skimmers yeah. honestly
2: don't play a huge role
0: um, as it is right now. So for 10k, we're going to call him a dub. We'll call him a dub.
2: Yeah, um, I agree.
0: Why Them is in the database right now, but we won't comment on him because we don't have a price range for him. But I'm spitballing 70k for this one, maybe 80.
2: Yeah, I agree. 70 80k. And I don't think he'll get too many informs. He, he no. hasn't. Is he injured at the moment because he, he isn't really playing for PSG?
0: I don't know. They're kind of weird. Not even Messi has played every game, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So.
2: I don't, I, I don't, I can't see him getting He'll probably get the win so much, but they lost to, to no terrain. Game, but their fixtures are,
1: yeah. I mean, it's PSG in France. So, I mean, they'll yeah, will
0: get it. He does like to score goals, honestly. So it could happen any point if he pushes up more, but. It's hard to say. I can't truly comment on it. So yeah, we're not going to evaluate too much. So let's move on to Jack Grealish. Um obviously he's in the left winger position, but he has good stats for a cam. 88 dribbling will probably help his pace too if only 80, 76 shot but 83 passing. I think a hunter put on him with the window watch is probably guaranteed from City.
1: They probably have the best fixtures of anyone.
0: Yeah. So I would say for 40k you know I'm on the fence on this one. I think it could be a dub, but I would like to see him drop to 30 K if possible, but I don't think he will. Yeah. I think it can be a dub because the to watch will get into an 86 and that's 90 dribbling, 85 passing, 78 shot, and then 82 pace. And then you put a hunter on him. He's probably one of the best camps in the game. If not the premier, uh, the premier league, if not the game, and then any yeah. more informs. And then he's going to be a
2: very, very good player. And he started off uh, his City career pretty well. So I think he could get an informal two. And I mean, it's Jack Grealish. He just does things. I, in yeah, games. I think he could honestly end up maxing out at like 88, 89 potentially.
0: So we think he has a high ceiling probably.
2: Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say. A dub. Yeah, I'd also say it's a dub. I think his price will just, I think his price will shoot up after his wins to our as well. So it could be an investment, but uh, I'm not pretty sure. I'm not sure on that.
0: I don't think I will invest in him personally unless uh, he drops down like 30k. But if he if he goes up, I'll just say, oh, I could have invested in this one. It was a loss. Um, David Alaba, 84 center back, 35k, uh, medium, medium, three star, four star, which is pretty nice for a defender. 77 pace, 81 passing, 80 dribbling, 83 defensive, and 76 um, physical. Now he's always a good defender on the game. Um, it's probably better he's a center back now than a left back. Real Madrid obviously are in great league form normally, but apparently they've had a little speed bumps as of late.
2: They lost to uh, who did they lose to? Espanol, I think. Espanol. Yeah. yeah. So
1: got...
0: I still nah, think he's guaranteed that, the, the win to watch right. for eighty-six. Um, yeah. I think with the shadow, um, so he'll go to like 79 physical, eighty-five defense, and seventy-nine pace, and with the shadow, he'll be great. I'm going to call this one a dub right now because I think it's only going to take a clean sheet in the header or something from Alba or a free kick, and he's going to go up another one. So I could see yeah. him going 87-88 like max in this one. And I think for 35k, you could make some profit on that at least.
2: I'd also like to say that, um, if I'm not mistaken, he's playing left-back for Madrid currently. Is he right? Um, the, uh, it's over Phil and mendy so I think he... That's probably a more favorable position for him to get a few assists that could get him a team of the week. So who, who knows if he gets a few team of the weeks, his card will be very well balanced. Then it'll be a good, even as a sub, it'll be a good player to have.
0: Yeah. I'm going to call this one for a dub for right now.
2: Yeah. For the prices. It's pretty good.
0: Okay. Now this one's interesting. Antoine Griezmann. He was a recently released four-star, three-star medium, medium as a striker, 80 pace, 84 shot, 84 passing, 87 dribbling, and 72 physical. Now, off the bat, the 80 pace looks ugly, but you put a hunter on him, and he's got very good stats. I feel like he could thrive in Atletico, and I feel like Atletico should get the win to watch. Will push him at only an 86 though, so only all of this will probably go up a tick by one, maybe two in some categories. My concern is at 151k seems like way too much. Yeah. So, for that reason, I want to call it an L, but an L with the potential to be flipped.
2: I would say it is an L, uh, like you yeah. did the Fortnite L dance, because um, he's had five games, zero goals, and I don't even think he's had a shot on target yet. I saw a stat on Twitter. And um, I had his 87-rated in form, I think it was the last FIFA, and I never... Charisma just never feels like that type of player for me to use. So I, I don't know, I, I, especially for this price, I would, I would say it's L.
0: Okay, so safe to call this one an L? Yeah. All right, so Atraf uh, right back, 270K. Three-star, four-star, high-medium, 95 pace, 71 shot, 78 passing, 83 dribbling, 76 defense, and uh, 78 physical. So right off the bat, psg are probably going to get the win to watch i would say um he's a right back but he obviously presses up like a wing back normally when he plays so i can yeah. and he's had a good start to the psg very so good the thing is 200 he's like griezmann 270k is way too much for a one to watch but he is actually probably the best right back in the game right now
2: yeah so
0: mm-hmm.
2: i don't know i, I think what, you can get quite a few informs
0: yeah, because he'd be an 86 with a win to watch. I could see him getting two informs, so maybe an 88. But honestly, if I'm being real, I think one Walker inform or an Imbabu inform could maybe just go up there and say, okay, he's not hands down the best right back anymore. He's a great right wing back, but for 270k, I can't I can't call it a dub.
2: Um for the price, that's up. I wouldn't say it's an L because I do think he definitely has the potential to just be a very meta right back until the end of the game. But, um, yeah, I'll set him on the fence. Depending on what other uh, cards come out, it'll either be a double or an L.
0: Yeah, considering the power curve that we will have for adjusting around Team of the Year and then all the promos coming out, I think 270, you're going to see this fall to 110,000 or something like that if this uh, card – or Maybe not hundred ten. I'm sorry. Maybe one hundred forty thousand or something like that. If um if they PSG loses a game or two, and if he doesn't get a inform early on, because here's the thing: around November is the the time when the one to watches are going to crash. I think if like people are going to yeah. see how many games have gone in the window watch. If they have not gotten an inform and they are probably let if they are an unfavorable position for the window watch, I think all these are going to crash. Mm. Definitely around Black Friday. So potential are we I, I would say L to potential on this one, honestly. Yeah. And this next one, I feel like I have to keep the same the same energy with it with Rafael Varen. Yep. 530k. I'm not gonna lie, 82 pace, 87 defense, and 82 physical are good stats, but I feel like you can find that in some a couple other people, like even Koulibaly's probably better than this card and
1: horrible fixtures
0: yeah and horrible yeah. fixtures so this actually has to be maybe the one of the biggest l's for the yeah. price yeah. I,
2: I would say it's probably the biggest l that we've seen so far
0: yeah he should and be a like thing yeah much lower much lower more than half a,
2: lower A thing about united is they're leaking goals so the like, chances of him getting more than one team in the week, i, I don't Did you see his it's... positioning for the Townsend goal? Oh my goodness! Yeah, I, I, I'm, like I don't want to sound like I'm harping on him, but I think he's just overrated yeah, in RL, and I think his price is only this high because you know it's Verran and it's FIFA, and yeah, if it was, if it was, if this was Joe Gomez, his price would probably be like three hundred k. That's so. Enough. Yeah.
0: Now we got three more three out of four te- uh one to watches that have been confirmed rest on the list that are uh Sergio Ramos, Romelu Lukaku and Lionel Messi all who have not in this team so they will be headliners for a team uh for one to watch two. but we yeah. have Cristiano Ronaldo to finish it off who is obviously is one of the best strikers in the game probably debatably the best the striker based. in uh <laughs> okay
2: the best um- Oh no no! Like debatably the best, that's what I mean.
0: Oh, debatably the best. We have five star, four star, high low. I mean, eighty-seven pace can be fixed easily, and United may not get the win to watch upgrade to put they into probably A92, won't. But Ronaldo could easily start getting informs again because he normally it's Ronaldo. Deal. He just yeah. gets but those calls Here's the thing. Let's think about eighty-seven pace, ninety-three shot, eighty-two passing, eighty-eight dribbling, seventy-five physical. At two point five mil, that is a lot. That is too much to me.
2: Here's if I had to predict Messi's, I would probably say around one point three. I don't know about you guys, but not this high. This is very high.
0: Honestly, I would say Romelu Lukaku's one to watch would be a better investment because he's got eighty four. He's got three less pace than uh, Ronaldo. He's got. I mean, all, all his stats are much lower, but if you put an engine on him, then you his stats will push up a little closer to Ronaldo's. And
2: mm.
0: I mean, Chelsea are probably definitely going to get the win to watch. So he'll go to an 89. And then one informant makes him a 90. Honestly, I would say other than Ronaldo, I would maybe just go for a Holland. Holland or like a player month Benzema. And I feel like you're going to really be pushing some stats close to Ronaldo's.
2: Yeah. I'd say don't try and buy this Ronaldo card because that is insane. 2.5 more is insane. And um, I think also Lukaku is probably alongside because it's Ronaldo, he always gets the informs. But I think Lukaku is a surefire. Uh, is that the correct word? But he's definitely uh, going to get around, I'd say two or three informs Lukaku. And um, I think he'd also be a very good card to get depending on the price, of course
0: yeah so that's decent for one to watch team one um i'd say team two can probably they couldn't beat this but it looks decent uh i would say the objectives were nice sbcs were fair and fair to poor i would hope that they're a little better um but they might make the requirements a little higher for the sbcs considering the game will already have been out for a little bit at the time but um can you all think off the top of your head, anybody, just name one or two players that could be one to watch that aren't confirmed yet? Bonnarumma. Uh Could be, but I feel like they won't be since they did the PSG promo already for one to watch, and he was not in it.
2: Yeah, I think that's what Sabitzer could be.
0: Sabitzer, actually, a good one. That's a good shout. I think he could be in it.
2: Possibly... Uh,
0: Daka, Patson from Leicester. I feel like we'll get one. Ooh,
2: definitely. That would be a decent one, you know. Yeah. Um, Odegaard. Uh, he
0: a... had one last year, so maybe don't
1: Ramsdale. <laughs> oh,
0: God. we've talked about <laughs> so, uh, Tomiyasu one, but
1: Tomiyasu. Why is Tomiyasu's rating?
0: He's like seventy-six or something, or seventy-five.
1: He could be like he's seventy-four. A, uh, an SPC. or an objective. I think he's seventy-four. Mm-hmm. Let me check quickly.
0: Um Emerson from Tottenham. 75. Oh god. Um, Emerson.
2: Oh, Emerson Rao. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Sancho.
0: Sancho's getting one. Yeah, Ooh, Sancho should Yeah, get
2: one. he he's getting one.
0: But he, he I don't know if he'd be a good one to get considering his form.
2: I think he would be a crap <laughs> one to get. <laughs> yeah. His price will be very high.
0: You know who's think... underrated one that might get one? Joe Willock. Cuz he absolutely blew up for Newcastle yeah. the last
2: year. And um, do do lone players do get ones to watch, don't they? Yes,
0: lone players do get them.
2: Well, I don't think Conor oh, Gallagher one. will get one, but oh yeah, so that's I, I don't think Conor Gallagher will get one, but that would be a decent shot, and uh, Edward could also be a decent oh, shot. Oh, Edward, Rafferty Edward, might get one. That'd be a
0: good guy. Go.
1: Yeah. Um, new- yeah. maybe Emmy Buendia.
0: Emmy could get one, but I don't know if yeah they could do Emmy Buendia. Uh, Danny Ings. Yeah, and Romero. Danny
2: Ings. Danny Ings is probably Danny Ings, definitely. Probably. Definitely, probably. We
0: could get one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. um, Pablo Sarabia went to, I think, Sporting. They probably got to put one in there from that league, so I wouldn't be surprised he got one. I
2: can just see Luke Dion getting one, though. The Barca striker. Yeah, Luke
0: Tong from Barca, probably. Um, Boadu might get one for uh, Monaco. That would
2: be a decent one, you know?
0: Yeah, that would actually be pretty solid. Uh, Paul from Atleti. DePaul from Atleti, I think he's going to get one. Uh, Garrison yeah. from uh, at Marseille might get one. Um, the Brazilian center. Charude <laughs> Tammy. Know. Oh, um, Tammy, of course. Tam- Tammy should get one. Did Tamori get a one to they watch? He got a birth- birthday, yet, no. I think. I He maybe can't yeah. get a one to watch right now since he played half a season there.
2: I think uh, he could didn't did Kovic, did Kovacic get one?
0: Kovacic did not get one, I don't believe. Uh, he might have actually. I well, don't know. It's hard to remember. But I think we've, he'd be a
2: decent shot as well. You know. Well, we to, uh, to Mori.
0: Yeah, we've talked a lot on the mic about one to watch about FIFA week one, and I'm hoping that we are able to make another episode for week two of one to watch. But uh, it's been a good one. Any closing thoughts from you guys?
2: No, not really. It was a fun episode, I think, and we covered. We covered pretty much everything that we that we could with the topics we discussed, I think. Yeah, I don't got much else to, to add.
0: Yeah, and the um, next episodes could be a little more short-winded. They might just be more promo reviews and just like short, like how are things going with your squad, any changes, stuff like that. But uh yeah, most Three of our tips. episodes probably will be like like how we feel about the gameplay if we found out any new tips. Um, what if um probably just SPC and promo reviewing at that point, but yeah, I think it's a good episode, and about time to wrap it up.
2: Yeah. So, I I,
0: as always, um, if you are listening to this to the end, thank you, listeners, for um, staying with us, uh, interact with us on Twitter. Um, we should Don't have to our, send in uh, your
1: tales of misfortune. Yes, please uh,
0: <laughs> record your clips or something and send them to into uh, at Trailwolf, and we uh, will play them on uh, our podcast live and react to them, and. I'd say that be a good segment if I can take off. So go ahead yeah. and start sending us those um, and then be listening for your clip. We'll shout your Twitter handle out and your clip. Um, and yeah, hopefully I'm, I'm kind of hoping we won't have too many to deal with because that means that the game's going well for all of y'all. But you know what? Might we'll have to react to all of mine because I'm posting plenty on Twitter as of now. <laughs> so as of always, um, our Twitter handles will be in the description of the podcast. So go ahead and follow them on Twitter if you are not already. And for right now, we're out. So thanks for listening. See you next time.